Tonight, we press play on the last seven days and unpack the week from the cheap seats with your hosts, Melody Bracewell and Tim McDonald. Great to have you company as we are joined by a massive lineup. Mal Dracina talks showbiz plus comedian Conchita Caristo joins us. Absolutely. <laughs> Travel of friends of the show plus the Prime Minister of Australia, Anthony <laughs> Albanese. has sadly pulled out. Um, <laughs> I know we've been promoting it, but he's G20 or something like that. No, the Prime Minister is here. Plus, we've also got a very special musical guest. I'm Gangster Granny with the cat. I'm Gangster Granny. I love to rap. Yes. She's, she's had a hip-hop replacement, I think. Yes. Where do we...? She's got 99 problems. Arthritis, shingles, <laughs> osteoporosis. Look, moving on. Her Where nickname do we... is Doja Cataract. Oh, wow, that's amazing. Yeah, that's Where do we start? She's joined an outlaw... <laughs> She's joined an outlaw mobility scooter gang. Yes. Wow. Rage against the sewing machine. Yes. <laughs> Look, Can we just check, is the Prime Minister still here? <laughs> He's gone. Where do we start? Yes. Are you willing to drink pure recycled sewage water? Our exclusive poll results. Yeah, as I call it, Carlton Draft. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, well, let's, let's have a look at that poll. And we've asked our viewers if you'd be happy to drink purified recycled sewage water. Here are the results. <laughs> yeah, another yes campaign in trouble. Um... <laughs> Meanwhile, in Portugal. This village in Portugal has a problem with alcohol, namely that it's flowing freely through its streets. Oh my gosh. I know where Mum's going on holiday. <laughs> <laughs> She's just taken up kayaking, I reckon. <laughs> Good news with the red wine. Uh, thankfully, there was also an avalanche of prosciutto and camembert, oh, so wow. it, it, it went together well. beautiful. And we've asked our viewers if you'd be happy to drink free Portuguese wine. Interesting results. Yeah. Yes, 100%. Mm -hmm. To another big story. Qantas braces for impact the High Court to rule on claims it illegally sacked ground staff. Yes, big decision by the High Court this week. Let's get some clarity on this. I, I'm talking with, about when all those workers were still down here. The you were there with Alan Joyce them. supporting oh, his sorry, decisions. Sorry, Wayne, I'm talking. <laughs> Wayne, I'm talking. We've well, got you the ACCC. Wayne, <laughs> <laughs> I'm it's talking. Like FaceTiming my parents. Yes. <laughs> when it comes to listening, no one does it better or louder than Michaelia Cash. The $400 oh. million dollars plus he's spending on the yeah. referendum right around the country for Indigenous oh. kids. Hard <laughs> drugs, oh. decriminalisation. Oh. 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 Look, it's fair to say, Qantas, they're not getting a good rap. Absolutely. And speaking of good rap... I'm Gangster Granny with the chains. I'm Gangster Granny with all the brains. Oh. Sheesh. Sheesh. When she says the chains, she means her medic alert. But, yes. Um... That song's gone platinum and her hip's gone titanium, yeah, so wow. it's good news. Moving yes. on, and it's been a big week on Sunrise. Our biggest ever cruise giveaway tomorrow. I'm sure I'd call the spirit of Tasmania a luxury cruise, but... Yeah. Um... And how's it going? 90 Australian tourists are stranded on a luxury cruise ship that's literally stuck in the mud. Glacial mud. Glacial I mean, mud? Yes. Would you drink glacial mud? 
This is a massive story. The ocean explorer ran aground in Greenland. Let's get the latest from Nine's Lizzie Pearl. At the moment, I'm being told that the crew on board are trying to entertain their passengers, keep them occupied by providing extra lectures. I know one of the lectures has been on knot tying. So <laughs> that's a good way to keep the, uh, the passengers entertained. A knot tying yeah, lecture. I, I wouldn't be teaching the sad passengers how to tie a noose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too far, too far. The Prime Minister's left, I'm sorry. Sheesh. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Look, in all seriousness, thankfully the Ocean Explorer, it is all safe, all the passengers are fine. That is the least entertaining cruise ship since... Absolutely. Which has run aground on 10 Peach, by the way, yeah. so no survivors. Moving on, and let's get the latest from 10 News First with Sandra Sully. You know, I read the news every night and tragedy happens all the yeah. time. Really heavy stuff, you know, but... I'd do it dressed as a giant fawn. Yes. What is Sandra doing there? That was unbelievable. Uh, let's move on to some big international news. Happening right now. Vladimir Putin and Kim Jong-un are meeting in Russia. Major news out of North Korea and Russia. So it's time for... <laughs> Kim Jong-un, where I bring you the latest on our dear Supreme Leader, Kim Jong-un. This feels dangerous. <laughs> I don't know about this. Yeah, well, if I'm not here next week, you'll know I've been kidnapped <laughs> by North Korea. So it's been a big week in North Korea. Kim Jong-un had a meeting with Vladimir Putin. It was a major get-together. Which was announced in Pyongyang by North Korea's favourite newsreader. Good evening. Thanks very much for joining us. <laughs> Kim Jong Braff, uh, or as Sandra Sully reported. Vladimir Putin is hosting the North Korean dictator Kim Jong Un, desperate to find anyone who will boost Russia's military supplies. Perfect. No, it was announced by North Korean state media. <laughs> Do we have the translation? I'm gangster granny. Yes, I love to rat. Right. Yes. Interesting, she's also dressed as a giant fawn. <laughs> <laughs> so Kim Jong-un travelled to Russia on his... Luxury armoured train. Luxury bulletproof train. Luxury, luxury, luxury. Yes. yes. <laughs> I think that's the train driver on the right there yeah. as well. So all eyes were on this historic handshake between Putin and Kim. A slim-down Kim Jong-un. Slim Jong-un. This is interesting. Yes. It was He's doing intermittent blasting, which is, a, <laughs> which is a big diet over there. It was a very long handshake. It was apparently 40 seconds long, according to someone who bothered to time it. Great reporting. <laughs> Great reporting. Slowest drug deal I've ever seen. Yes. In fairness. When you've met your geostrategic soulmate, you don't want to let go. Absolutely. It actually inspired a brand new show. The real geostrategic soulmate vote coming soon to 10. Looks good. So, what did Putin say to Kim? The two men seeming to be very happy. The Russian president said to Kim Jong-un, Hi, glad to see you. How was your trip? Let go of my hand. <laughs> Good chat. Uh, Putin invited Kim for a scientific facility demonstration. Or as the translator put it. Come and see my new cosmodrome, said <laughs> President Putin. It's not a sleepover. <laughs> so Vladimir Putin wants North Korean stockpiles of artillery shells. What does North Korea need? It needs supplies. It needs food. And it needs... Binoculars. <laughs> <by> Look <looking> at it. <laughs> Got to go on to spec service. <laughs> 
as Fox News put it. North Korea is interested. Just a casual grocery list of items here. Intercontinental ballistic missiles, nuclear-capable ballistic missile submarines, and military reconnaissance satellites. A classic grocery list. Yes. <laughs> you what, know. A, what a list. Only one store you can get all that. Intercontinental ballistic missile. 199. Nuclear capable ballistic missile submarines. Two for 399. So good value. Good value there. Hello, back home in North Korea. It has been a big week for Kim Jong un. Kim just oversaw the launch of what North Korea called its first tactical nuclear attack submarine. And his spring summer collection, by the look of it. That is amazing. North Korean White Lotus is a bit different. <laughs> it is the best sub launch since the Subway Sub Box. Get a feel-good combo delivered to your door on the Subway app. It's got a Subway foot long, cookies. <laughs> but don't just take our word for it. We've got to take a break back with more in the Chief Seats right after this. Welcome back to the Chief Seats. time for our very special guest. Anthony Albanese, Albo, walking down the political red carpet, big friend of India, uh, member of the Quad, loves cricket. Loves cricket, absolutely. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, would you please welcome the Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese! Good to be here. It is so great to have you here. Thank you so much. We know you're an incredibly busy man, so thank you for fitting us in. By way of introductions, I'm Tim. I know you've met Jacinda Ardern a few times <laughs> already. She's retired. She has retired. She's now hosting a show. Yeah. We've got a million things to get through. We just saw a clip from the G20. You're just back from summit season, so the G20, ASEAN, the East Asia Summit. I've always wanted to know, with these big summits, do you text the leaders afterwards? Is there like a, is there like a G20 WhatsApp group? We, we, we do. Yeah, right. Oh, wow. We do, there is. It's polite to yeah. test Prime Minister Modi and say thanks, congratulations on a successful G20. Oh, wow. But some of it is uh, more low-key, like yeah. uh, texting President Macron when Australia, the Matildas beat France in the, <laughs> in the World Cup. Do you do you we had a little bet. Do you send each other, send each other memes? <laughs> no, it doesn't go that far. Okay. But there, there was a fair bit of sledging with Rishi Sunak during the Ashes series, it's yes. got to be said. And I'm guessing, guessing we haven't replied to the text from the Fijian Prime Minister after the rugby? Uh, no, no, uh, we're, we're pretending that didn't yeah. happen. Yes. We'll leave him on rear. Um, we've got some footage of you at the summits. Mm -hmm. This is you at arriving at a tribal council, by the way. Uh, <laughs> and what, what's with the handshake? Why do we do the backwards handshake at every summit? You just do as you're instructed. <laughs> I, could, I couldn't work it out either, and I wasn't sure whether to do this or that. I don't know whether I got it right or not. This or that? No, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think. It's like breaking into a rap. <laughs> Um, you often have to give a big speech at these events. Um, we enjoyed your speech at the Shangri-La Dialogue in Singapore. Working to shape the future, not waiting for the future to shape us. Yes. Thank you very much. Very powerful speech. Yes. Big applause. And got and a great reaction in the room. Yes, a standing ovation. <laughs> By one man. From one guy. But one guy. He's a, he's a big guy. Lloyd Austin, the US <laughs> Defence Secretary. Yeah, so right. if you're going to get someone to stand up and cheer... There's a fine line between... He's the guy you wanted. There's a, absolutely. There's a fine line between ovation and getting caught going to the bathroom, isn't there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big shout-out to our friends of the US. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
Uh, speaking of speaking of big trips, speaking of the US, your next stop at the end of the year is to the White House for an official state dinner with Joe Biden. We are off in October. Oh. Yeah. You know he has dinner at about four o'clock, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's more an afternoon tea, I suppose. Uh, being Prime Minister, you must get to meet so many incredible people, um, other politicians, world leaders, royals, celebrities. Do you, do, you, do you get starstruck anymore or do you ever get nervous meeting people? Oh, absolutely. Isn't Sam right? Kerr. Sam Kerr, of course. Sam Kerr was our flag bearer at yeah. the King's coronation and, like, she's so fantastic and she was really nervous and I was nervous about meeting her and... And you're going to go through the same sort of feelings now on our show. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Nick Cave, Tim. Mm. <laughs> You've made a very powerful enemy there, <laughs> Prime Minister. I would have a go back, but there are, to let everyone in at home, there are about 10 AFP officers in the room <laughs> as we speak. Um, none of them are here for Mel's visa, yeah. but... Um, <laughs> Look, as Prime Minister, you do get to meet some incredible people. The Prime oh, Minister no, was happy to <laughs> hand over a cheque for $6 million to help sick kids as part of telephone in Perth on the weekend. Anthony Albanese was made to wear his pyjamas. <laughs> that can't be unseen. No. <laughs> and, and, it, and it was worse from the front. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> and, and they gave us absolutely no warning <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> But nice to catch up with the Kazakhstani Prime Minister, isn't it? <laughs> of course. Um, that guy raised a lot of money for yeah. kids' yes. charities. So. Yeah, I saw his budget black hole earlier. And I, don't <laughs> think can, I don't think we need to go back to that. Prime Minister, you've also been at some incredible events, the Women's World Cup, uh, the Queen's funeral, the King's coronation. The Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, got a private meeting with King Charles. Yes, what did you guys chat about? Oh, we're not allowed to talk about what you chat with the king about. Oh, That's really? one of the protocols. When you have a one-on-one, -on -one, you have a private audience and it has to stay private. So it's a bit strange, really. <laughs> you, you, you'd think that you could talk about the obvious, but... Uh, we... OK, what did you talk about with the guy in the man king? <laughs> <laughs> another protocol, another protocol, and I think we can. But King Charles was... Amazingly uh, full of beans and, and uh, I think he's a, a very nice man. I hadn't had the opportunity to sit down and chat with him before. I'm a Republican, of course, but it <laughs> doesn't mean that you can't have a good relationship. Well, of course, you were there at the coronation, you meeting, meeting King Charles, the royal family. It's not the first time that, as Prime Minister, you've been surrounded by so much incredible history. Barbara Streisand and Celine Dion have sat in that room there and chosen jewellery from here. <laughs> now, how special was it to be in the room next to the room where Barbara Streisand <laughs> and Celine Dion chose jewellery? Very special. Very special. <laughs> well, that was uh, at Chironi's in my electorate of Leichhardt. Yeah, wow. So they're one of the world's best jewellers and their main office is in this little suburb. Leichhardt in my electorate where, with all these apprentices working away. Just sort of... Incredible skills. Just reminding that just to my boyfriend who might be watching. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty beer at the moment. <laughs> um, you've got a lot on your plate at the moment. Let's talk about the big one, The Voice. Do you think Jason Derulo has been a breath of fresh air? Has <laughs> he just revolutionised that show? Well, there are two voices on. There are. One of which is more important. <laughs> and, and it's just about recognising 
first Australians in our, <laughs> in our constitution. Yeah. And interestingly, when the founding fathers, who were all men, sat down and wrote the constitution in 1901, there's a provision that New Zealand can join Australia as the seventh state, but there's <laughs> nothing in there, nothing whatsoever about Indigenous Australians. Right. So, that's I what we need to... signing off on that other We night. need to do. <laughs> well, I think, I think I speak on behalf of the nation. We're all opposed to a New Zealand voice. Um, <laughs> but the voice of it, it's on at the moment. I wanted to ask, did you expect it would be this bruising? It has been quite a big thing for you as Prime Minister to take on a lead. Did that surprise you? It was always going to be difficult to change the constitution, yeah. but it's really uplifting too. I mean, a couple of hundred thousand people marched around Australia and people hearing their voice and the fact that we're talking more about Indigenous disadvantage and closing the gap and what we need to do and listening to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people is a good thing. So I, I sincerely hope that Australians vote yes on October 14 because it will be like marriage equality, like the apology to stolen generations. After it happens, people go, oh, why didn't we do it earlier? Because the fear campaign has no base. Totally. So it's October 14. Which way are you leaning? <laughs> Have you made up your mind? I'm leaning right in. Leaning right in. Fantastic. Um, Prime Minister, we know you've got to go very shortly. You made a lot of promises prior to the election. Uh, the Housing Future Fund, The Voice, cheaper childcare, tax breaks for Logie winners. Um, <laughs> a lot of key promises. We did just want to follow up on one key promise. $220 million aimed at. Uh, eradicating the yellow crazy ant. <laughs> Where are we at with the yellow crazy ants? Well, funny you should ask. <laughs> Today we're announcing it's actually been eradicated in two places wow. in North Queensland. <laughs> and yet, as you will have seen, it's rife in the green room. Uh, <laughs> look, Prime Minister, we've played a lot of clips of you on our show over the years. This is one of our favourites. I cooked some pasta. It was pretty simple. Pasta with a pretty basic sort of arabiata sauce. <laughs> that was on election night. Yeah, is that, is that true that that was what you were doing on election night? On election night, Penny Wong came around yeah. and I cooked pasta for Penny and for Jody and Nathan. There were a few people there. And the only people who ate yeah. was me, Penny and Nathan had a bit too, but me and Penny were there just eating away. The rest... <laughs> Or penne, as I call it. <laughs> you don't want to upset Penny. No. <laughs> I'll, 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 give you, I'll give you the big tip. Probably not the, probably not the foreign minister. No, good, good call. Um, you, you touched on your family. Um, Jody, your partner, has been an incredible source of support for you and she shared a beautiful insight into your relationship. Ms Hayden says the moment she realised she loved Albo was when he was involved in a serious car accident. <laughs> now, is that what tipped her over the edge? <laughs> uh, apparently. apparently. <laughs> There's the lesson, Mel. Just go. Just. <laughs> That's right. I'll make it happen. <laughs> We've covered a lot, PM. We're so grateful that you've given up your time. Before we do let you go, we did just want to give you this. Mel, did you want to explain to the Prime oh, Minister what this is? Oh, this is my citizenship papers. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> would you mind just taking a quick look at that? Just a couple of scribbles. <laughs> we can do that. a couple of... Um, that'd be great if you wouldn't there mind. You yep. I can get the <laughs> We've made it easier. Oh, right, We've made it true. far easier and 4,000 
uh, Kiwis are now also Australian citizens. Mm. 4001. <laughs> We might actually get a decent rugby side out of it. Fantastic. There you go, Arbo. Thank you very much for that. Put me out on the wing. Yeah, exactly. Um, We know you are incredibly busy, so we are so... Sorry. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I didn't mean to to swear in front of you. I was embarrassed. Feel free to write denied on that now. That might be a bit more more appropriate. Good call. Good call. If we denied Australian citizenship who said that word, we'd really struggle to see. We'd really have a skill We'd be Micronesia now, wouldn't we? (laughs) Well, we know you are incredibly busy, so we are so grateful that you gave up your time to spend with us. Ladies and gentlemen, would you please thank the Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese! And it's time to step into the world of arts and entertainment. Would you please welcome our very own cultural correspondent from Nova FM, it's Mal Jacina. Mal Jacina. <laughs> Lovely to see you, Mel. Of course, we've just had the Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, as your warm-up act. I know. <laughs> it's amazing. I feel like the Prime Minister really elevated our show. Yes. But now I'm going to bring it back down. Please. <laughs> our Minister of Reality Television. <laughs> it has been a big week in reality it TV. You've watched it all. Where do we start? All right. Let's begin with the block where they appear to be running out of new prizes to give away. Someone's going to walk away with 10000 bucks, and then in a couple of days, you'll also win... A night out, a date with my two sons that are here tonight. What? (laughs) (laughs) Scott Cam sounds like every European grandmother. Go out with my sons. (laughs) I even think the judges are running out of things to say. There are a couple of big words being thrown around today when they stepped into your wardrobe. Words like... That was just them talking about Scott Cam's sons. Yeah, so, right. Yeah. There's only so many ways you can say, oh, another feature wall. <laughs> uh, but thankfully, the show's biggest sponsor was able to put words in everyone's mouth. 50 of the new bacon and cheese tasties, 50 ham, cheese and tomato tasties. Give us 50 or 60 muffins. And by the way, happy 30th birthday. Thanks, buddy. Good on you. Happy birthday, McCafe. I'm loving it. Is, is he? I don't even think he's liking it, <laughs> to be honest. I think he had an unhappy meal. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting, Scott Cam paid for that with his first grandson. So uh... Uh, The battle rounds for The Voice finish on Sunday night and I'm really starting to feel that The Voice is becoming less of a competition show and more like Squid Game. Ezra and Shayana, you must now sing for your life for the song you think can keep you in this competition. Singing for survival, it's Ezra! <laughs> Explains why we never hear from the past contestants again. Yes. <laughs> now, you can't deny that the show is wholesome and it's feel-good, but on Sunday, it made me feel so old. This one's really cool. This one I'm really excited about. Somebody that I used to know. <gasps> yes! By Gautier <laughs> Oh, my God, Kim yes! Ra- this song came out when I was born. <laughs> so it's going to be exciting to sing it. It's the same. <laughs> <laughs> Your song came out when I was born. Mozart's Requiem. The Valdis, the Four Seasons, close enough. The Gogglebox's were excited about the return of the mask singer, but they really struggled when it came to guessing who was under the first mask. Oh, my God, it's back. That's right. Monday on 10, the masked singer returned. Yes! 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 Y
that. Oh, my God, so how exciting. The show where we can never guess who's behind the mask. Where's Usher? <laughs> <laughs> what? What's happening there? Oh, I don't know. Husey <laughs> also guessed Usher. <laughs> you know the celebrities aren't great when even the host is unrecognisable. <laughs> <laughs> now let me introduce you to my brand new segment. Lights about. Yeah. That's right, it's my brand new segment where I give you a little recap on all things Bachelor. And the 20th season of the US Bachelorette has just wrapped up and we met an amazing group of unique men. It's a group date. First name, Caleb A. Caleb B. <laughs> Caleb K. Just Caleb spelt with a K. Yeah, it's... it's, it's I like how they're, they're named like vitamins, like... Yeah. A, B and then K, like... <laughs> we skip a few. Um, Calcium was unlucky to be eliminated, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Bachelor at Charity. Now, yeah. she was impressed by Aaron B, but I don't think he can <laughs> take credit for making her feel this way. Night one, Aaron B spoke from the heart and made me feel truly like I'm the only girl in the room. Wow. <laughs> and the only Caleb in the room. I'm not Caleb. <laughs> Uh, the guys played each other in a game of beach dodgeball to impress Charity and Bachelor fans were invited to watch the game from the sidelines, which wasn't the fun opportunity many of them thought they were going to get. Made me feel like I was the only target on the beach. <laughs> That's actually the guys practising how to dodge child support. Yeah. <laughs> uh, during the reunion episode, we got to meet the upcoming Golden Bachelor. So 71-year-old Jerry is about to embark on a search for later-in-life love and the host read out some tweets and the public are a little thirsty. Gary can get it. <laughs> Can't wait to watch his season. So, uh, what does get it mean? I just didn't think it was that hard to yeah. get. Yeah. Like, so how old is he? 71. 71. He didn't want to be a short series. Um, <laughs> so, I don't think he's going to last long. <laughs> and we've got a sneak peek of the older ladies vying for his heart, and it seems they all have something in common. I love dance. I also like to kayak. I love Pilates. I love to play pickleball. I like to play pickleball. 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 I love pickleball. I bought my pickleball with me. I hope Gary's ready for it. <laughs> Something tells me he's also got pickleballs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that made her feel like she was the only pickleball player in the world. <laughs> and that was. <laughs> and that was my week in arts and entertainment. So, would you please thank Mel Jacina? Welcome back to the team seats. And another massive week in sport with that big race over the weekend. Absolutely. Over 100 dash hounds have competed for top dog at the annual running of the Wiener Dogs Festival. I think Fox Sports has too many channels. Yes. yes. Uh, one, one by a suspected greyhound, actually. Really? Yes. Really? There you go. Well, in other big sporting news, the Rugby World Cup, it's continuing on at the moment in France. And it's been a massive week for the Wallabies. I 
reckon we should get a concussion check on them? Uh, <laughs> how did the actual Wallabies go? And the Wallabies hit a major hurdle in their World Cup campaign after Fiji defeats Australia for the first time in 69 years in France. Let's go back to the wiener dog Please, race. Can we? <laughs> no, let's get coach Eddie Jones to break it down for us. It's always a possibility in the World Cup. You know, you've got to be on your game. Um, but I thought out we, you know, and this sounds stupid, doesn't it? And it is stupid to say, so I won't say it. <laughs> You've got to say something. something. <laughs> <laughs> he might be the zombie Eddie Jones. He's I think we might come back to that. VG fans were so excited that they forgot how microphones work. We're in disbelief, but uh, we're glad the, ref, uh, the game was officiated properly and stuff, and uh, we're glad uh, we're happy with the outcome. And at the end of the day, we love all the people from Fiji, and thanks for everybody watching all over the world, Fiji and supporting. We thank for all the French friends, fans over here supporting the us over here. The in the perfect position so. for the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen microphone technique that bad since... The right man for the job, but hey, you know all about the facts and figures. I will sue you. <laughs> of course, it's finals time in the AFL. We're joined by some of their biggest fans. It's Wayne's 72nd birthday today, and he's been barracking for them for almost that long. Wayne, what would a win mean on your birthday? Orgasmic. It's a different kind of grand final, yes. I think. Yeah. I think we found our golden bachelor, by the way, as well. Go on, Wayne. Look, Melbourne, they did lose. Let's check in with Port Adelaide instead. And nothing says finals like a chalky donut. Well, I guess the only thing to do is put these donuts to the taste test right now. Thank you, Phil. Oh. Oh, there's victory right there. Sweet, sweet victory. Mm. They also lost. They also lost, yes. yes. <laughs> the Giants were celebrating a win, but no one was celebrating harder than Toby Bedford's mum. I could not be prouder. I am just like Giants. The Green Army's coming. Every the Orange Army. The Orange, Orange Army. Army better watch out. <laughs> Meanwhile, the AFLW had an interruption of a different kind. This game has been delayed by 10 minutes because of a snake. It's a half-time Alan's lolly bag. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it must have been a massive snake to cause such a big delay. Breaking news from Blackdown. The snake in the grass has been found. This little red-bellied black snake, that tiny reptile, is one of the most dangerous animals in Australia. Big thank you to Ned Kelly for finding that out for us. That's, um... You do have to be careful of snakes. Once it gets really hot, they'll look for a cool spot. So if you leave your door open, they'll go in your house. While this little guy isn't venomous, the best thing to do if you do see a snake is simply leave it alone. Or pick it up. <laughs> it's also NRL finals time. Up the waz! New Zealand Warriors fans are going all out. You can get the free permanent memory of the team's finals appearance free. in a pop-up tattoo parlour in Auckland. Uh, you can put anything through the hole. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure. Shervo the pervo? No, I don't think that's... 
Let's move on quickly from Shervo. Kind of quickly touch on the F1. Massive race over the weekend. Uh, Ferrari one ended Red Bull's streak of 14 wins. Well done to Aussie Oscar Piastri too. Finished seventh and had a great chat pre-race with Martin Brundle. Qualifying, you've got some work to do in the race. Yeah, we'll try our best to see if we can uh, get... Esteban! Esteban! Happy birthday! Happy birthday, Esteban. Happy birthday, McCafe. <laughs> <laughs> and just finally, let's see what's happening in soccer. Go on, Crouchy. Oh. 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 We've got to take a break back with more in the Chiefs seats right after this. Would you please welcome comedian, radio host, our go-to fashionista and friend of the show, it's Conchetta Caristo! Thanks so much for coming back. My pleasure. I mean, what an episode to have two of your most influential Italian-Australians on the one show. Yes. <laughs> Anthony Albanese and Mel Tresina. <laughs> No, it is great to have you, Conchetta. I noticed you've also brought in some AFP officers for... <laughs> yeah, people are hounding me as well, mate. Yeah. Um, but what's actually crazy is that, like, I think you got things modelled up. Like, I'm pretty sure I had it worked out. The PM was meant to come on and talk fashion and I was actually meant to come on and talk about the yellow crazy animal. Oh, is that right? Is that... Okay, I think we've got to mix schedule. up on all yeah. But I'll do it. But well, while you're here, let's talk fashion. You are a fashionist. Uh, lots happening in the fashion world at the moment. Babe, the fashion world's going absolutely bananas, and I'm going to tell you the main stuff you need to know. So Great. all the fashion weeks are kicking off, and it all kicked off with New York Fashion Week. And the most viral moment from it was this mud stunt from Elena Velez. What? Jeez. Oh, it's like a Black Friday sale. <laughs> is that glacial mud? Is, that, is there a cruise ship? Are they passengers? Well, actually, what you didn't know is it was part of a nappy sand commercial. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, right. Do you remember that, that guy? That is good intel. That That's is good intel. <laughs> he needed that plug. I don't know yeah. if he's been on TV in years. Um, but... but you're not just here to sell dishwashing... Um, dishwashing. dishwashing. Um... No, no, no. OK, no. Tim's all big shot. He doesn't do any of his own cleaning now. <laughs> <laughs> The rest of what us use nappy yeah. sand, mate. I just, I just come in and do my telly show and then the missus does all that sort of stuff. Yeah, you're such a bad guy. That is so not on. You know what I mean? <laughs> Can I just cut in and say, um, actually, my favourite look from that collection was this one. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's what I look like when I go for a walk and my activewear doesn't have pockets. Oh, right. Oh, lovely. That is lovely. <laughs> I normally get my butler to carry my stuff, but that's, that's fine. That's fine. Um, a lot of other big uh, fashion launches over the weekend. Definitely. Well, from the brand Cos, its autumn-winter 2023 collection was all about cold weather dressing. Can I say this is really annoying because they actually copied me? Did they really? Yeah, Did yeah. They really? I don't want to be like a drama queen, but I actually invented this design when one time it was raining and I didn't have an umbrella. <laughs> oh, that is. That's very fashion forward. That is amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. You were also tussling in the mud as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Um, more fashion stuff overseas? Oh, yeah. Well, then London Fashion Week has just wrapped up and at the Natasha Zinko show, it was all about accessories. She's brought in ludicrously delicious oh. bag. What? What's even in there? Huh? I feel like 
two bodies. <laughs> yeah, all the models are in the one bag and they just... Well, no, actually, I've seen someone on a Jetstar flight forcing that size bag in, being like, it's going to fit. Yeah, it's going to fit. It's under seven kilos, yeah. I swear. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously not Jetstar because she had the luggage in the end, so... Yeah. Um, <laughs> slight difference there. Timoni flies business. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. Do you change? People carry luggage? That's weird. Well, look, the brand Harry caught attention for its latex looks. No, guys, this is really exciting. It was an Australian who designed these. Um, they're called goon pants. Oh, really? <laughs> that is lovely. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you. OK, OK, OK. Well, look, we can't talk about fashion without talking about the wacky, crazy, show-stopping looks from the VMAs. OK, all the celebrities, except for Tim, were there. You know what I mean? They were all out and about. Firstly, this was Demi Lovato's look. OK. To me, it looks like when you're cold and you wear your dad's suit jacket. Yes. And he's also in The Matrix. <laughs> Boy chic, I think. Yes. <laughs> um, this is Doja Cat. Oh, wow. Yeah, poor Doja. She actually walked through a thousand spider webs on her way to the And then BB Rexo turned heads with her dress that actually looked quite simple from the front, mm. but then it looked like this at the back. Oh! <laughs> Um, in the sad news, a photographer got kicked in the head on the pink carpet. <laughs> but it was his fault because he was standing behind BB and startled her. You've yeah. got to be careful. You do have to be careful. Yeah. And any, finally, any sort of fashion tips for, um, for Tim here? You know, just to sort of embrace his... Yeah, this would be... Yeah. His you know what? I would say, like, drop, drop the act and just be yourself. <laughs> <laughs> The Prime Minister, would... you've changed. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be careful. Tim will get his lawyers on you. So just... <laughs> anyway, my chopper's waiting, so we do, need to, we do need to move on. You can hear Conchetta on Triple J's Breakfast Show, ladies and gentlemen. Would you please thank Conchetta Caristo? They've got the cream favourites. Look, the Arnott's cream really? favourites where really? you've got... Really good assembly. Mm. Good mixture. Nice. Your favourite in there? Oh, the Kingston. How good's the... I knew, see, I knew there's a reason I enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, see? The Kingston is Just one the of the best. And then right. the shortbread cream. Anyway, hands off them. Sorry. So much more ahead on Weekend Sunrise. <laughs> good chat. Good chat. Great chat. Welcome back to the Food Salts. And let's get a check of your weather forecast. What's our timing, guys? About a minute? Less? 30 seconds? No, you're on now. Even less. Well, we have a few technical problems here <laughs> with Jade and the weather. <laughs> well, across Australia, it's that time of year again. School holidays, kids. Dreamworld, SeaWorld, what's on the cards, champion? That's exactly right. He's going somewhere. The young Eddie Jones in waiting. Couple of technical difficulties. Well, it is school holidays, so parents need some fun activities to keep the kids entertained. So why don't we... Pencil it in! This is where we grab our diaries and pencil in some school holiday fun. Is that your diary, is No. It? Would you believe the Prime Minister left it here in the green room? Oh, wow. Anthony wow. Albanese's diary. 
Chairman's Lounge, Chairman's Lounge, Chairman's Lounge, Chairman's Lounge. But he does have a couple of dates free, mm -hmm. so he needs some big events. Yes, well, let's start and see what's happening this week. It's time to head for the hills and keep going to the Mary Valley for the Wild West Scarecrow Festival. The Wild West Scarecrow Festival. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's an exciting event. Including a makeshift sheriff, straw minions, even a marriage. And the quality of the scarecrows, fair dinkum. You, you've just got to come out here and have a look. Thank you, Don McCauley, yes, Scarecrow <laughs> Judge. <laughs> I already saw them in the video. Um, it's... Let's, let's, let, let's put that in the diary. I know he's got a no rally there. OK, maybe not there. What's on for Tuesday? OK, well, it's not the only thing happening in Queensland this week. There's also a Ninja Warrior course. For those who want to work for their play. Can we see that reporter again? Absolutely drenched. That's how my mum looked after that Portuguese wine flood. <laughs> it's also home to the Oz Comic Con. And for those who haven't come prepared, it's hard to resist a last-minute outfit change. <laughs> I reckon you could resist it. Yes. <laughs> oh, we love your work. Let's it see looks if we great. can put it in the diary for Alba. I know he's got Alan Joyce's farewell drinks that night, yes. so we have to <laughs> can't put it in there. What else is on? Well, the countdown is on for the Melbourne Royal Show. It's bump in time and you can almost smell the damn donuts. From the ride operators to the show bag sellers, everyone is just so excited for the fun to begin. <laughs> she doesn't look all too excited. She's excited to go home, that's yeah. for sure. That all sounds great for the kids. Anything for the parents? Well... The world's largest beer festival. I'll get Mum's diary. Yes. That'll be... <laughs> and that was... <laughs> Time we've got. We'll see you next week right here.